Yeah. Hi, Adam. Hey, Jen. How are you? <laughs> great, great. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm good. I am going to now go live on Instagram. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. <clears throat> and I'll speak up because I know I, I usually am speaking lower because of my headphones, but I'll speak up for the Zoom too. Okay, cool. And I guess, let me just make sure. Okay. Um, checking connection. I am now live. Can you hear me? This is great. And then I go on to your live. Giving play. Adam is coming. Yeah. We're so excited. Adam Schomer. There's always a delay. They're just telling my followers now that I am live. Okay. So. A little bit of trouble uh, loading it, so I'm gonna try it. It's okay. Yeah. So I will let everyone know that right now, Chelio Bourdine is in the Zoom room that's in the flyer on the post, um, channeling our chat into live art for anyone who wants to check that out, or it will be on YouTube, Humanizing the Icon, after this. Okay, Adam is requesting me. I am going live with Adam. <laughs> okay. Dun, da, da, da. There you are. Yes. <laughs> this yes. is awesome. Okay, so I am going to turn my computer down now. Great. I've done the same and there's no delay. It's pretty cool. Okay, good. So you can hear me well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, can you, hear, you can hear me okay? I can. I think I need to turn my phone up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Right. Testing awesome. one, two. Can you? Hi, Adam. <laughs> this is our third time we're saying hi. I, love I can it. hear you better now. Okay, perfect. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. So, welcome. Thank you. It's a, pl it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to talk and see the art happening. This is going to be great. Yeah, Celio Bordin is an incredible perception artist from Italy who is actually a medium and is able to transform our energy into a live um, piece of art that by the end of the chat is pretty wild most of the time. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. I've never had um, such a thing. That's, that's so cool. It is so cool. <laughs> what are you drinking? In the left hand would be a smoothie um, filled with banana, blueberries, maca, etc. And the right hand is water. Okay, beautiful. All right, I'm going to be watching you on Instagram for a little bit here. Okay. Um, all right, so thank you again for coming. I really appreciate it. I'm super Absolutely. excited to chat with you. And um, first, I just want to ask you, how is quarantine going? What is life like for you these days? Yeah. And uh, yeah, whatever comes up for you. How's it going? It's great. Quarantine's great. Um, and I mean, I don't really feel quarantined. You know, we're living, I live here in Santa Monica and we've always been able to go outside. So it's not so New Yorkish. Um, so, and I work from home for the last couple of years while I've been working on Road to Dharma, I based out of my house anyway. So not too different. Um, other than um, just been making the, the conscious choice to, you know, when I have resources to be able to give to other people, hire people that I know aren't, aren't working as much, be it a cleaning lady or be it um, just giving to some of my friends now and then or 
one of the local stores, you know, uh, Kathmandu that I love going to. She's closed, but she's making momos for people, Tibetan momos. So I order momos from food from her. So that's kind of been the difference actually is somewhat more community. You know, that's, that's been the difference, a more uh, communal mm. feel and togetherness as much as there's not as much contact. There's been a lot of, it seems like a lot of support for people. You feel like you're more grounded, like locally in a way, because normally you travel quite a bit, no? I travel quite a bit, but you know, I have like the Monday meditations at my house. So there's always mm -hmm. this community feel of like people come here every Monday and we see each other. And in LA, that's somewhat uh, strange to see the same people every week, you know, or a group of people that have that, that foundation. And it works really well for people, especially in, in the city. Um, but I, I felt, yeah, more a definite strong um, connection with people in terms of helping each other out. That's for mm -hmm. sure there. You know, like, okay, we're in the middle of something, much like a, what I've been saying is there in the road to Dharma, there's this pilgrimage that we're on. We've all been forced into a pilgrimage right now, whether or not people know it or not. We're in this pilgrimage and you tend to look out for each other and mm -hmm. you tend to hopefully uh, look at the challenges as a place to grow. And, yeah. uh, and you do have the opportunity to rise up, you know, and be something greater than you thought, which I think when we give to each other, that's what happens. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely illuminating our um, connection to each other in a really, really powerful way, I think, in that kind of um, metaphysical way that we are really, 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 truly connected. Um, so this chat series, which is entitled Humanizing the Icon, we didn't get to talk much about it, um, is coming off the heels of a uh, an exhibition that I curated at the Venice Biennale in Italy um, in honor of my film about Mary Pickford. So she was this portal into the idea of icon. And Celio and a bunch of other artists that um, created works uh, revolving around the theme of iconicism participated in this exhibit, which was quite groundbreaking, in fact. And it mm. took us into spiritual iconicism, pop culture, and then just really cracked open this paradigm of what is icon? Could it be the system we're sort of beholden to because we've made it larger than life? Could it be love or the connection, you know, that mm. we're seeking? And um, so it kind of goes in so many directions and it's been really fun talking to artists and visionaries during this time about what that word conjures for them. Oh, yeah. But what's cool is, is your work and being able to talk to you this week, because I feel like there is um, an essence of, of iconic, you know, in, in your work, like the, the, the adventure and the, the themes that you're exploring, you know, it kind of feels that way to me. But I want to let you speak about the road to Dharma, mm -hmm. um, what it is about and what your role in it is. And yeah. also, then, what does Icon conjure for you? All right, yeah. As, uh, as it connects to your work or not, like, whatever. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, I wanna, and I also wanna hear from you and what, what you see as iconic about it, what that means for you when you see the road to Dharma, because I think it's a great word to explore, right? We don't cool. use it enough or maybe look at it enough, much like the word freedom. Road to Dharma in general is about freedom at its essence and mm. finding inner freedom. And I think it's a topic that goes unexplored a lot. In America, we take on this ideal of freedom that I think is warped throughout the last 300 years. 
and it's become something that we don't realize is thrust upon us. And until we inquire and look at it, um, that, you know, a lot of times we think it's choices, right? Or, or just to be able to do what I want to do. And at its heart, the road to Dharma is, is looking at, am I free? Uh, is the world that I inhabit creating boundaries and jails around me? And if so, why don't I start looking at the world differently and myself differently? And now the context we put that, that topic in is a motorcycle adventure through the, the Himalayas to four sacred sites that all reveal aspects of freedom. And it's happened to be monsoon rains that stayed later, the roads are washed out and, and it's real people. It's not amazing motorcycle riders and it's not yogis that are ascended masters. It's real people choosing a life and death pilgrimage. You know, we're not necessarily choosing COVID right now, but these people chose to say, let's take our lives head on and, and look at freedom and, and shit comes up, you know, I mean, it's dangerous, you know, your life is threatened, triggers happen, which is great. Then you get to see what's going on. So through the course of the going to the Himalayas and high altitude hiking, we're led by Anand Merhotra, who's a Himalayan master and guide and has been my, my guru, if you will, for 10, 11 years. And um, he's, ama he's amazing that he's modern and he's super ancient, if you will, you know, mm -hmm. super deep. And um, he really pulls the show through because the wisdom is so spot on, but it's still got this flair of modern and, you know, adventure and humor. And like I said, real character. So that's the, that's the essence of the show. And my role in it is I'm, I directed it, I created it. Uh, and then I'm also a writer in it. Uh, so I'll narrate to, to keep us going and connected to what's going on, things we don't see. But I'm also risking my life. I also have a passenger on the back of my bike. Sometimes I have the cameraman on the back of my bike. So I'm not only taking the journey, but I'm also filming it. So, I mean, you know, between you and I, I lost 15 pounds. Because sometimes you're hiking, you know, at 13,000 feet and as fast as you can in front of people to get the shot. And then running again down and running again up. And uh, so I had a lot of roles going on at once, but I never... I, definitely never felt overwhelmed in this because I learned a lot from, from my first film, which was the highest pass where we, again, we're motorcycling in the Himalayas. So that's, uh, the gen, that's the general idea. Then icons, maybe you can tell me first what you saw and then I can go into what I think. Well, what, what came up for me is um, this freedom feels like for me has a vibration of, of iconic because it's sort of, feels like this unattainable thing, almost like happiness or something that we're kind of um, looking for, seeking, or we, we catch glimpses of it and then it still feels like a struggle. So we've almost placed it as like a larger than life kind of idea is what is it to truly be free? Yeah. Um, feels like an iconic, sort of paradigm, even though it's something we can find within us, it's, uh, I'm finding through this exploration that the things that we embody, whether it be love or freedom or anything, um, feel the most like out of reach sometimes. Mm. And so a lot of people attribute icon to fame or Jesus comes up a lot. Um, and it's, it raises that question of, is it because they represent these, these qualities, these qualities that we actually have inside of us 
And so they're a reflection, they're a mirror of these things and we're not looking inward, we're looking out. So through an adventure like what you're describing, I feel like it's, um, it's, a, it's a dive, in, it's a deep dive into that sense of freedom. What, is, what does that really mean? You know, and it reminds me of the Zen, Zen of Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. Like yeah. I haven't seen your show yet, but there's something that feels that, and that's an iconic book. That was an iconic adventure as well. So does freedom yeah. feel iconic to you in the way that I just. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's, I, I tended to think icon with human or almost archetype. Um, and exactly. you hear the airplane? It's nice. That's the icon of ingenuity, of, yeah. of modernization, of overcoming nature, right? We can't. We have to work with it. But um, that's good to think of freedom as an icon because it has. That's what, that's what I was saying earlier. Like freedom has become this, I think, warped icon in America of do whatever I please, have whatever I want. What can I attain so that I, on the outside, never have to actually feel threatened you know mm -hmm. as it, as if that's the thing to aspire to and it's like it doesn't matter you know how much you have like that's not going to satisfy it ever and so the the true icon of freedom has to shift mm -hmm. and that's really it's really really important to me i start seeing you know over the last 10 years things that i've been doing and it's like ah freedom keeps becoming is a theme mm -hmm. and shifting the, the discussion around freedom is important so that we say it's not choice and the icon of freedom should actually be this thing of an internal space. And it's not somewhere, I think we even say in the first episode that we arrive to, you know, freedom is not a destination. And it's, it's a little bit of the irony of the road to Dharma because it's, it's not like you get to Dharma because exactly. to the truth or to freedom or um, because Dharma in itself is the path, the ongoing path, the ongoing truth um, that keeps liberating you. Um, Dharma is liberating, but it's not like you have it and that's that. And so that's tough for people to grasp, I think. So that's part of the icon is thinking that we're done ever. Uh, and part of the icon never, I think, includes the mystery. And that's a one great thing that's happening now is people are have to, going, have to acknowledge the unknown. Like, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID in two, two months, three months. We don't know really what's going to happen with our careers and stuff. And it was always that way, but people really shut it off i think and now a lot of people i've talked to are like you know at the beginning first 20 days and then, then i was fighting it and now here day 50 i've really sunk into the unknown and i'm kind of becoming okay with the unknown mm -hmm. and I, I and i say welcome to the life of a yogi like yeah this is what this is what we were trained to do um i feel like a jedi knight but we were tr you know we're trained to embrace the unknown and not need to know so much because Again, when you have the power within of like whatever happens, you adapt, um, and whatever happens, you, like you with an eagle eye watch your own reactions. And it doesn't mean we're perfect and etc. Um, but but you know when you're acting from your ego, and you can always apologize, right? Mm -hmm. And to be able to apologize is a beautiful thing, and you can always bring yourself back to that freedom uh, and that transcendence, if you will, of the circumstances. And that's yes. a big part of. It. So yeah, I mean, I think that's a when you say icon i would agree with that freedom and a big thing is um i think we create archetypes that are heroic and achieving things 
and we're early on in the, in the journey, because again, this is a journey that's not a TV show. It's the journey. People signed up to do this, not to be on a show. We didn't cast the thing. These are all people doing it, and they allowed me to film. So these people going in know that it's not about getting places. And Anand really affirms that it's not about achieving, I got to this mountain, this mountain. It's about truly understanding who you are. Until you understand who you are, you're like, you're never free. This is all we're looking to do. And most people aren't out there in life looking. Sorry. That's really powerful though. Like until you understand who you are, you're not free. So is who we are the actual icon if it even really exists? Like it's just an idea, right? So it's like, do you know what I'm saying? Because if that's what we're really seeking, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we like are. this game of it's this never it's this game of hide and seek that never ends. Because until you can actually surrender to the moment, right? There is no. There is no self. Meaning what? Knowing who you really are? Like there's a- Meaning like in the sense of identity as we've constructed it. Like you kind of step back from that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little more of an alternative yogi than like the, I, I, there is an identity. Yes, I'm, I'm more like, yes, there's an identity that's important because we need to be here. And there's a greater than the identity. I think both are like super valid. You'll, you hear me a lot. I agree. Allowing. I agree. Yeah. 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 Like allowing, integrating both. You, you need, it's all part of it. Cause it's all part of it. Right. The greater self. Right. But that's the point is that you just made the point. It's all part of it. Yeah. So what is it? <laughs> Cause I like, wish I could just tell you. As, yeah, as we talk about things that are larger than life, which I'm so fascinated. Yeah. Like what can be larger than life? Can anything be larger than life? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's an interesting word to look at, larger than life. Yeah, because we think of like stars as larger than life. What does that mean? I can, I can just say that in, you know, because you know I wrote a course around the whole show too. Like if people want to watch the show, they can then, there's a whole course I wrote on freedom. And one of the chapters I dive into the topic of sacred what's sacred. So to me, maybe larger than life is, is what's sacred. So instead of, and it just kind of came to me, but instead of like something being sacred because I'm grateful for it and I'd be upset if it was lost, you know, like that sacred is actually the things that can never be lost. Okay. And that's what we should see as sacred. The things that are, are always there, so to speak. And that are, those are the things that are larger than life. Mm-hmm. That's my only answer so far in this 44 years of living. Freedom. <laughs> no, that's, that's beautiful because still it just spirals me back to those are the, the gems of life. To me, they're still of life, but I understand that they have a resonance of, of larger than life because there's like this purity and like constant, flow to them like they don't stop right that's more um that's different than the the personality or the identity that we construct i'm not saying that aspect's not important but that's sort of the more illusion of our existence is that layer 
yeah like, personality. You know, like, yeah and like the river like because um in episode one i love anand and i are walking by the ganga river it's in rishikesh it's the famous ganga river it's where the beetles were hanging and everyone in india is like the sacred ganga river and and he's like you know they all call it the mother but then they get in the mother right and then she is moving fast and she is vicious and she takes people under all the time and kills them and you'll see like i have an issue with that in episode nine right but um so at but you one broke, point i couldn't hear that last <clears throat> thing you said <laughs> it was like a spoiler alert in episode nine i have a little bit of an issue with with that you know i have okay, a, a run-in with with the ganga river but we foreshadowed a bit in episode one talking about she's we consider her a mother like the identity of her right the icon we create right of her as the ganga she's the holy ganga she's mother yet when she shifts suddenly and is taking you taking your life she becomes this witch you know this this she's no longer a mother and that is the problem mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we were too identified with the identity of mother and circumstances of mother and this is what she provides and not seeing what she really is you know yes, underneath this yes. earth is just its nature it's this flowing it's it's showing us a reflection of how life is it continue you know you can't stop water you know it's this mm -hmm. thing you cannot stop on this earth like it just flows through mountains it creates gorgeous um but and anand says you know many people think she's a mother but uh, and then some people think she's a witch and he said for me she's always a mother that's just how it is and that's what makes her sacred because she's always a mother so mm -hmm. you know um that kind of that it's a really um it's a metaphor for the journey also because people are like oh this this awesome trip i'm about to go on but the trip will turn on you any second you know this motorcycle trip any second you know mm -hmm. you think this is great i'm having a great time and in india the moment you think wow the roads are cool and they're, they're it's so nice it's like monkey cow truck pothole rain and you're like yep here we go um it's always going to come at you yeah and that's that's life yeah you said it's a metaphor and that's what we're experiencing now too with the pandemic it's like people that really you know felt like they had some kind of control over their life which again is part of the illusion i think um are now like whoa what's happening i have no control but it's it's um you know did you ever you know? control over how control over how we see it and how we react but no do we have really control over like the main circumstances to an extent no yeah, yeah. to an extent no right yeah. yeah and you don't want it you know like the masters are like you don't want control over the world it's too much <laughs> to it's way too much to control you're not smart enough to control it and you're greater than you think you are so stop trying to control it because you'll just make it not as good, you know, as like it can make it. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> well, it seems to be a theme lately too, just in terms of how we look to the outside to um, blame for our our yeah. our circumstances, but really our emotions, you know. And so this idea of kind of you know getting our own power back in a way, like as, as whole beings, I feel connects to this idea of, of humanizing the icon. Actually, someone just asked in Instagram is, is human icon. 
and it's, it's like this yeah. thing we don't really understand right being human there's this kind of thing of not being part of nature like people kind of forgot that or so is it is human really the icon because we've kind of come into inhabit these human bodies but do we even really understand why or what so could that could that be really the icon it's great because i think that's what it is what it means to be human is like part of the exploration what does it really mean Mm-hmm. And we've been we've been flipped on this on this icon of human of like whatever independent um, success, and I think being human is to is more like what a, a good king would be. You are responsible and you serve your your people. Mm-hmm. You f- feel absolutely abundant and out and flowing, and and you are here to serve, like a good king, um, mm-hmm. is like to me what a human is um, or a good queen. I should say either one. Um, but yeah, it's so important being human as much as like, especially in the spirituality world, a lot of people put the icon on spirit. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Oh, I think my, uh, (laughs) something on my phone might be, I think the zoom can hear me, but. Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, no, I can hear you too. All right, cool. Yeah. I, uh, I was talking about the, um, Human, human as I yeah in spirituality i think a lot of times we i iconize icona i can what would you say iconize. whatever you want it to be that's you awesome to create yeah um the iconization becomes of spirit becomes <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> of uh, I, i'm a spirit you know I, of spirituality being non-human you know people like i want to ask to project i want to do this i want to mm-hmm. leave i want to escape as you mentioned earlier and I think really actually the icon should be like, how does spirituality help me be a better human? And um, it has to be what I think because my name is Adam and Adam like means human in a lot of languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So like, no, no wonder I'm a humanist, if you will. So I agree with your, whoever's question. Oh, somebody binge watched yeah. the, the Road to Dharma. That's awesome. Oh, that's nice. That's amazing. Was 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 the Road to Dharma intended to be a series? I couldn't remember. Okay, if that was the plan. Yeah, or if it was, was going to be like a, lot, a feature. Okay. No, a lot of people told me it was crazy because I had made mostly feature docs, and I'm like, no, I want to do this as a series so that I'm in your house more, that I have you for episode after episode, mm-hmm. so I can go deeper. You know, the pacing is different. The show, I can by episode three have a six minute talk with Anand on a deep topic and I've built your trust as a filmmaker where you're in it, you know, mm-hmm. you're on the journey and you normally can't do that. Just sit on a talk for six minutes, you know, the scene's sure. got to go somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt like I was able to do that and take a whole episode and stay on one character. Like episode five really stays with Ken and that's fine. Cause you have these other stories that were built up that you'll get back to in episode six and seven. And it really lets me go deep into one theme for 30 minutes, you know, uh-huh. just really, really play that episode five is about that power and the gap it's my favorite episode i would say um the space between you know the in between is where this power is yes uh, and uh the silence you know there's just so much in the silence the iconic gap <laughs> the iconic <laughs> gap let's just put icon before everything i mean really that's what i figured out it's it's everything and nothing and and it's fascinating too and you first ask people 
about what it conjures and they automatically go to like rock stars and stuff. And it's like, because I've been sort of tripping out on this whole exploration now for a while, I'm so far away from like rock stars, <laughs> like being the icon, but people are like, well, Madonna's iconic. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. Well, let's talk about what she represents. Like why, you know, because yeah. what is her as the human even have to do with the icon, which by definition is just image anyway. And can the icon exist without people worshiping or idolizing? Because it's an exchange that's necessary. Like, it's literally like, I need you or that image doesn't exist. Like, it doesn't exist, you know, without the public adoration. So what does icon have to do with, with the human? Is it the same at all and like it's just oh my god it blows my mind the power of even performance you know that's, as humans that's, fa that's fascinating that that the, yeah that the icon of a human madonna depends on people creating that buying into it believing it i guess for all icons it's all about like what we're projecting onto something exactly uh, and then the danger that comes with if they at some point start to buy into it yeah how then they'll start to deconstruct you know yeah. to where now it's at a point where some of them are coming out and saying and i've like gotten to have some conversations about it where it's like like will smith is like will smith is not doesn't exist like this is now like his but in a serious way he's wanting to let people know like we're all just here playing roles and like it's actually really dangerous to buy into what you think you are so now they're trying to humanize themselves yeah it's the new thing is it <laughs> yeah i know it's and like then that becomes iconic in and of itself I so know. Like now you're the iconic down-to-earth celebrity <laughs> just kidding now you're the iconic human yeah you're oh wow you're so much beyond your fame uh but no i think it is a sign of the times or may maybe them you know that people are waking up them also recognizing i, I you know i think I don't know Will, but I'm sure there's an element of awareness and waking up. I've seen some films he started doing, and for sure, for you sure, you don't start doing you don't start doing that unless you're waking up. And um, so I I believe that in him, and then and then also recognizing that yoga and meditation are becoming more standard and more widely known. So there's also an element of knowing like, oh, that's okay to be that now. You know, it's okay to for be sure. awoke. It's okay to not play into the icon so much because people will go like, yeah, he's one of us. Um, my friend, one of my friends, you know, was Academy nominated um, director for documentaries. And then in the last five years, did some conscious films and really struggle, struggles with like coming out, so to speak, as a, con <laughs> as a, as a conscious, <laughs> as a conscious filmmaker, you know, and she's like worried that her colleagues will look down on her for having spirituality as part of her life or bringing that to some films because it, maybe it's not as doc savvy or, you know, pure. And I'm like, what is wrong? What? Like to me, to me, my first reaction is like, really? Like you've, first of all, like you've built a career. You should be able to like even stand taller on that. Like, you, you know, uh, on that, um, on that you have a body of work and then can like Will Smith, so to speak, transcend it and say, evolve. hey, I'm into this, evolve. Uh, but there's some like fear there of like losing power or losing respect or coming into new. 
that I never had to deal with because I went, my film career came right at the beginning with with that. I was fully out of the closet, so to speak. I'm like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I do. Isn't everyone like this shit? You know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just assume everyone loves this, you know, or or I don't care if they don't. But this is this is where we're heading, and it seems like everyone people are catching up. You know, like the general public is catching up to like this is the kind of content we want. You know, something that speaks to me. I, yeah, I definitely agree. And I, and I relate as a filmmaker. I mean, since the beginning for me, my stuff's been called um, avant-garde or experimental or unconventional um, because, you know, it play, it's, it's dealing with consciousness. I mean, through character and, and, and art and the visual medium, but like, I'm definitely uh, exploring these things that we're talking about, you know, subliminally or subtextually in, in all my work, you know, and it's, it is cool to see the collective catch up because I never felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, all right. And <laughs> right. I didn't, I, but I also trusted, right. That like, I was never intending to make stuff just for, just for me. I trusted that the collective was right there, you know? And probably more so than our industry would realize. Yes. Like the public is probably ready sooner than they get credit for, you know? I I totally agree. I think the industry is stuck on like repeating and, and make, you know, safety, if you will. Formula. Yeah. Yeah. Formula, business, got to make money, shareholders, et cetera, versus like, this sounds great. Let's do it. Yeah. What to me, like something like Apple, you know, seems to be like, I know, like from listening to some of the interviews way back that he's like, no, no, we push the design and tell the public, like, this is the cool design and this is the, the touch and feel you want versus waiting for the public, you know, be ahead. Uh, where it seems like sometimes the media is more like, oh, does everyone like it? Cool, we'll keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, ver- versus step out ahead and just be like, trust me, you guys will start to love this after a while. Yeah. This, this, this actually feeds you. It's still entertaining, but it feeds you. This is actually, you know, good for you. Um, like a good parent would start giving you good food. And after a while, you're like, yeah, this is, I, I like, you know, I like my vegetables. Yeah, it's trusting your intuition. Like, how many times have you seen people in our industry or in meetings? you can literally watch them going against their intuition. Mm. You can tell they feel something and then they're like, yeah, but no, that's not going to work. And you're right. like, wait, I just saw that. I saw that. What happened? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you working on anything else during this time or has the road to Dharma been, I mean, you guys have been marketing a lot too. You've gotten some great like testimonials and exposure yeah. already. Yeah, I mean, especially for like a non-networked show, right? Uh, Goop came out, Goop came out, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's company came out with a huge boost for us. They named us yeah. like top, top six docs to watch now, along with four other series that are on Netflix and Hulu, you know? And so, so cool. So yeah, cool. I'm like, all right, sweet. Of course, it would be Goop that would like recognize that though. You know, they're pretty, they like to push the limit. They're uh, cutting edge. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're cutting. I mean, they're, all, they're also fun and just having a good time, but they're, She's not afraid to take on topics. Did you send that, it to them? Was that your? Yeah, 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 I reached out. I reached out to them. They covered Heal, the the last film that I produced. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some good stuff on that. So I reached out. I said, "Hey, I got this going." And originally, it was kind of like there wasn't much return. And they're like, "Hey, come on in. You know, let's sit down and let's meet. Let's talk. Let's just." Aww. 
yeah, it was super friendly. Uh, so that's been, that was good. And, you know, we just jumped up the charts on iTunes. Recently, we were in the top 10 for nonfiction series, which is nice. And uh, we hope to, hope to stay there because the more you stay up in the charts, you know, this is part of the real game of you stay up in the charts, you're in the new, new newsworthy, you pop up when people are just looking around for something. And that's the people I really want to be able to hit is someone that's like, hey, what's this? And then is totally surprised of like, wow, what the heck? What is this? Mm. And gets to take this journey with us and says, hey, have you guys seen this? And then where it starts to go. Um, because you can only market so much to the, it's hard to hit the broad. You know, you have to go niche. I go to motorcycle people and I might go to yogi, yogic people to build the base at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But eventually that's so that we're getting seen enough that the, the general population, because it just doesn't matter if you're spiritual or not. You watch this thing and you'll resonate. Like, like I said, we're all on a pilgrimage right now. And um, I, I haven't made it to woo-woo at all, you know, on purpose. You might be super avant-garde, which I kind of really appreciate people that are just like super out there. This tends to be like, I'm, I'm like the Libra, like super balancing. Like I'm going to make an adventure that anyone can watch and just stick with the characters. And it's, there's a format, um, but I'm also going to hit you deep and, I'm doing it for that reason of like, I want anyone to be able to watch it. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I really like, I, I want to see your exhibit. I want to see the crazy, cra you know, the well, crazy. Look, cool like stuff. I'm a Libra too. You are? Okay. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, I actually like, especially, you know, I find it super accessible. That's why I laugh when it's, there's that industry kind of line of like, right. this is so, the labels you know yeah. but yeah. then you go do a screening which i did for 900 people and it's like the the demographic is so wide and nice. it's like people again need credit like it's not that it's not that complicated you know what i mean i like that people need credit i agree with that we should play up to their highest intelligence yeah like i want stuff to be accessible like yeah. you you know so yeah yeah. And are you in the middle of any other project a, or no? A project. So let's see. Rotodharma is the main focus. As you know, like releasing takes a, a good yes. amount of energy. Um, and then there's Heal. I'm always managing Heal. It's actually been a, a sweet movie. Even though it came out in 2017. We've, it's great. It's, I saw it. Yeah. We continue to have like a huge fan base and we do these different summits. And then there's a film called Chasing the Present. Um, that I've come on it more as like a distributing pr producer. So I saw the beauty in the film and I really have been helping them take it out. And we're about to launch the trailer like next week. And that's about anxiety, stress, and going within to, to heal that. How do we go within to overcome anxiety, thought? And, and oh, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Russell, Russell Brand's featured in it. Um, Gary, um, uh, Gary Weber, Graham Hancock, uh, uh, oh. and, and a lot of other experts, but it's, while it's one person's journey you hear me yes i can hear you now and did you also so that, create your own platform for your series or no uh kind of um i mean the series is on apple tv it's on itunes you can watch mm -hmm. two episodes for free which is nice you get into it and then okay cool i'll buy the whole series cool. uh it's on it's on amazon um and you know prime video right same thing you can buy it was supposed to have two episodes free they've just had some glitches it's, but that's all right just go there and okay. buy it anyway yeah it's on it's on vimeo all that you can find on road to dharma.com vimeo is worldwide um and then 
in terms of my own platform, I, I kind of created my own platform for the course. So we did this thing. We released the course right. beforehand, a couple of months ago. And the course includes the 10 episodes, includes 10 chapters that I wrote on freedom that relate to each episode, the themes, so that you can watch the episode again, read the chapter, you're like, oh, this is what they're talking about the whole time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it. And I relate it in a real world way. And then there's 10 specific meditations that help you experience that freedom. And then um, 10 bonus talks that happened while we were filming, but we didn't get to show these talks from Anon, the master, right? Um, so we created I a platform. Check this out. Cool. Yeah, that's the platform we created and we did a, a unique thing. We launched that first and said, we think this is a way to experience the show on a deeper level, watch it, read the course, experience the meditation, watch the deeper things that happened. Um, and I, what I hope is that more, you know, the broader iTunes release, people watch it and then they're like, yeah, 10% of people or 5% of people be like, I want more. And then they'll go take the course too. And then really be deeply impacted, mm -hmm. you know, not, not just binge watch and kind of move on. Um, that's my, that's my hope. So yeah, that's It'd the be a good, It's a good time for that. Was the timing always now? Yeah, we set, we set May 12th back in December. Yeah. Nice, nice. Way to, yeah. way to intuit that. Yeah, good job. <laughs> right, right. And I was really pushing. I'm like, no, we got to come out. We got to come out. And it's a good thing, you know, that it didn't get pushed to like late June or something. Yeah. That's no, perfect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Are you okay? Me? Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm looking at uh, the, the art. Is, the art is beautiful. It's kind of like a. Oh, yeah. So the art literally reminds me of Frida Kahlo, ah. which resonates as um, independence. And I wanted to ask you about independence. Ah. Do, you, do you see yourself as an independent filmmaker or independent person? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the, pe the people on Instagram can't see the art, but they will if they go look at the Zoom. We're app. gonna post it after and nice. they can be in suspense. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, so I, I, we get to see, we're, you know, for people on Instagram, we're seeing it, him draw it, and it's super cool to watch this thing evolve. Yeah. Look at that. Just anyway, it's, um, it's independent. Your it's your psyche, Adam. That's your psyche, but I, I, I think just it's both know, of ours. Yeah, independence. <laughs> independent. Uh, independent, yes, in the way of um, not associated with a network. You know, if you Are look you at all the top on TV shows on, oops, my video pause. Am I back? Are we back on? Uh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Well, wait a second till my uh, audio happens. Your sound's not working on Instagram, so. Hold on a second. I can't hear you yet, but. Is it? I mean, I can hear you on my TV, on my Zoom, but. Uh, maybe it's me. I, won I wonder if it's me. Can you hear me on the Instagram too? Oh, or? I can hear you now. Yeah. I can hear you now. I'll turn this. Say that again. I can hear you now. You can hear me now. Okay. So I can keep talking with it on silent, but. You sound perfect now. I so can't better hear than you. So I'll, I'll have to put mine up a little bit. You sound better than ever. All right. Good. Um, so in the, yeah, independent in that, like, you know, on the iTunes charts, most of the shows are like PBS, Nat Geo, et cetera. Right. We're independent. Oh, they can't hear you on Instagram, by the way. I'm hearing hear you only through the Zoom. All right. Maybe it's both of us on Instagram they can't hear. No, they can hear me, they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I'll just make faces. What? Um, I can hear her, but not you. What if you put the headset? I don't know. I don't know why. It's weird. I'll unplug it and plug it back in. Okay. How about now? Maybe I should jump off Instagram and come back on, or will that mess everything up? Um, it could mess everything up, but <laughs> what do you think it is? Let me take the headphones out. We'll just see. Yeah, let's see what happens. How's that? Can you hear me on Instagram? No. Nah. Weird. I know. Has that ever happened before? Not ever happened, and I can't hear you either on Instagram, which is the crazy part. Like, what if you turn, do you have to turn your phone up if you don't have your headset in? Can you yeah. hear me? Can you I'm hear me using, I can hear you on um, Zoom. Zoom. Maybe I should hop off and hop back on on Instagram because yours will keep going. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll hop off. Okay. Uh, I'll leave. All right, let's see. Okay, and then I'll come back in. We only have a few minutes left anyway before we right. max our hour out on Instagram. So okay. we're going to wait for Adam. All right, here he is back. Let's see what happens. All right, going live. Yeah, there we go. You think it's better? There we go. Yeah. Oh, you're back. Oh. I'm back. <laughs> Good. Yeah, independent in the sense of, um, you know, not PBS, not Geo, et cetera, right? Independent series, which is super rare, to be honest. To make a doc series that's independent of network is super, super rare. Uh, how else do we define independent? Do you identify as an independent filmmaker? No. No. Okay. I don't know. I'm just a filmmaker. I don't know why it has to be any different. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I know that I understand the label of that and means like maybe you're not with a studio, etc. But we're just filmmakers. You know, we're just uh -huh. doing our thing. And if it it's picked up by a network. Am I suddenly not an independent filmmaker? No, I'm just, I'm just a film. I'm a filmmaker. I make TV. I make doc series. If it happens to be on Nat Geo or Netflix, great. Um, Heels on Netflix, but we did it independently. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. That's kind of what I mean is that like the, the physical production, the creative mm -hmm. process, not being backed. I'm yeah. not talking about distribution as much as just the process. No, yeah, each project is like finding new investors, basically, or, okay. or, or backers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like my next one, you know, in terms of projects, I can't talk about it yet, but it loosely has something to do with aliens. But um, okay. again, it'll be, it'll be investor backed, independent, because I, I can't do it any other way with the, with the way I'm looking at it. Okay, you know? cool. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. The way, you know, if you want to explore the truth, truth, sometimes you have to not be too tied to anything that, you know, has too much at risk. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you're independent. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't put that icon on myself. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> so, but, I don't okay. so I don't limit myself, you know, because I want to do a big series, you know, I have some big series that I want to do with the Nat Geos. Sure. Right? You know, and it's like, okay so i'm just i do that and then i go back and maybe i'll do a smaller film than that you know like i don't know. and me too like me too for sure and i think like once you establish yourself with this certain messaging and the way that you're exploring what you're exploring when yeah. you do end up aligning with these companies even from the development stage 
hopefully they're now aligning with you because of your yes who you are and the way you've established yourself and they're not asking you to dumb it down or dilute the message so you get to preserve that sense of integrity while aligning with the system i think that's really really cool so i'm not i'm not anti either i'm just you know yeah and i think that's also part of that that whole like uh the mystery the unknown and like you have to trust like it's happening for you know i do my utmost i put my effort out there but all right we're not picked up by netflix and all that okay there's there's a reason you know there's a reason that actually Amazon was supposed to have two episodes free, you know, uh, starting on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. it, they glitched out because they've been behind because of COVID, but okay, something's working for us. You know, the universe is supporting you. So you go, all right, that means we're supposed to be pushing people more to iTunes right now. Sure. Okay, great. So you just do that. You know, you're not exactly sure why, but you just, you go with it. Uh, and like the road to Dharma took a while to happen. Like there was a heel happened in between. We had filmed it, but heel happened in between. There was a good two-year gap. And then when Heal ended, I had already done two episodes, edited on my own on like weekends. And then an investor was there to then back us to edit the rest. So like it took, you know, there's like a four or five year gap there. And from when you shot it. Yeah. From until, when, you shot when it. did so, you shoot it? What year was actually, it? It's, it's quite a few years ago, so I don't talk about it. But uh, <laughs> I, think that, I think that's beautiful. You don't talk about it? not really but no 2012 is when we actually shot it's crazy i mean cool, it's taken cool yeah yeah it it doesn't show i mean it looks as beautiful as you can can imagine but um you, you trust timing people. you trust timing totally like i had everything has its season and it's like okay stick with it you can you know, own take, that 2012 yeah. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> for sure for sure um yeah and the seasons and sticking with it and i pitched it at different levels and soon i was like okay, I'm just meant to start editing this on my own so nobody else has the, you know, no network can push it down, right, and dumb it down. So while Heal was happening, I started editing it on my own and found the own voice of it. And I was like, cool, I'm glad I had this opportunity to set the stage. And then an investor comes in and says, let's do it. And then we got to make it ourselves. And that's cool because I doubt that would have been happened if Nat Geo had jumped in early and they might have. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And here we are like seven, you know, seven years later or so. I mean, I started my journey with Pickford in 2011. Wow. You know, and it, it like, it's like wine. It just ages, <laughs> it ages better every single year, you know? And it's like, oh, this is perfect. This is like actually really, really perfect. Should, and you know, she, <laughs> she, what? I was gonna, he should paint some wine now on the picture, a little bit of the smoking. Are you trying wine. to direct the, the, no, no, the I would never. artist? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm can you trying... add some blue into that piece right. of art? Right. You're yeah. like the studio. No. You're the studio. I'm like, the studio right like, now. I've always wanted to be the studio head. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. Um, no. I'm trying to direct the humor of the conversation, not the actual art. <laughs> oh, something's That's wrong right. with our humor. Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe we need some wine. I don't know. Um, wait, but I had another question for you. Independence? Independence. No, but anyway, I get your flow and I, I totally, it's, it's interesting and I think really inspiring to, to other filmmakers and, and even artists and, and entrepreneurs too, like this kind of, how do you find your voice, preserve your integrity 
and still not be jaded and understand that the system and these companies and these entities, like, you know, they exist for a reason and purpose. And there's a time when alignment makes sense. Um, but not always in the beginning, if you feel like you can lose your, lose your voice in that, um, which of course full circles me to Mary Pickford always, because she founded United Artists, you know, for the reasons we're talking about to preserve creative integrity a hundred years ago, exactly. And what happened, it ends up becoming a big studio where people forget that it was avant-garde, that it was about pushing the medium, not dumbing things down. But then mm -hmm. as things evolve, it became this, what people think of as like Tom Cruise owned it and now MGM owns it and it's iconic. And, but it started out as that like pure artist. So like are, Mecca, are, you know? are you saying you're going to sell out in 20 years? Is that what you're saying? No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm saying kidding. the the avant-garde and the and the conscious content, as we say, will get taking over the world. Absolutely. No, it's the Mary Pickford story is insanely amazing that how ahead of our time, right? Insanely it, amazing. Insanely amazing. No, it really is. And and I do want to say like this, the whole idea of seasons and being with the unknown and just knowing everything has its season, you know, and like to be patient, but willing, you know, it's like mm -hmm. these both things, there's a surrender, but there's an absolute, you know, we need to have the willingness and resourcefulness, mm -hmm. but also surrender to like, mm -hmm. it's just the season, you know, it'll, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. um, that's been a huge journey that is not seen on screen for the road to dharma but like that's the filmmaker journey like the seven years the eight years definitely yeah. and sticking to vision like don't you think that's iconic yeah people told me like why why are you making a series you make you make features you make feature your feature docs what do you mean a series i'm like this one's a doc i mean this is a series like there's it's just what i want to make i know it's the thing to make they're like you stick with what you're good at it's like shut up you're like that's just a format that's not what i'm good at Correct. You're right. <laughs> How do you, because I've done it well before, that's all I'm good at? Like, it's silly. It's yeah. So, so the, yeah, friend yeah. That in, the friend that introduced us thought we would be friends because we're both into conscious content, which mm -hmm. has become like a buzz term. <laughs> what, how do you define that if someone's like, hey, what's conscious content anyway? Um, uh, yes, I do have an actual definition. Um, that I have borrowed from from my teacher Anand, um, okay. and he, and I like it. it's the best one I've I've found. So he says conscious content content is that which unshackles you, mm -hmm. and non conscious content is that which puts more shackles upon you. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. that it's that simple. If if it frees you, if it liberates you, and it makes you walk away with a greater empowerment, mm -hmm. so to speak, it's conscious. And if it's not then it's you know it's the man so to speak kind of <laughs> right? like the news it feels like a little bit and i'm not even mad about it i'm just saying that it's sort of like i can walk away feeling like this sense of like being strangled yeah i don't really yeah, watch it no me i mean i look for information but um i mm -hmm. try not to take on the feelings they try and imbibe upon me exactly. um but like so any kind of you might watch a film and it's like part of it's conscious because part of it may, might be like trying to unshackle you and show you you're powerful but part might be shackling you still into this like prince getting the princess getting the 
reward and that's mm -hmm. what life's all about and freedom mm -hmm. is defeating the evil you're like that's so fucking old school immature like mm -hmm. aren't we done with that little fairy tale already like how For about sure. some new icons how about some new archetypes new myth like when does new the myth. princess wake up and say wait a second yeah i'm gonna does... make a different choice here i think yeah let's break out like, like let's Campbell's take the princess the let's take the dress off and like you know, yeah. new icons, new archetypes, that unshackling is the thing that we could all bow to. You know, who's mm -hmm. like ripping off the shackles and, and here to serve and step into their truth and what it means to be human, not who succeeds within the system that we've created. And a mm -hmm. lot, of, lot of content is still within that. Because something like even like American Idol, I was just watching and it's like inspiring. You see somebody like step totally. in and like sing and you're like, this is beautiful. And yes. secrets is, is, is genuine and it's awesome. And then there's also building up of a star and this is what you want to be. And that's the shackle, you know, and they're both. It's happy. the shackle. Like it shows you what you're not, but it's not, it's not healthy because you are. Yeah. Not too much of it is unhealthy. And we've gotten a lot of it in America. We've been like fed that off so much. We have to balance this shit out. I'm not saying get rid of these shows. Comedies are amazing, you know, but the balance of like, let's, let's build up some other values that we can bow to. Um, that's where places like India are pretty cool. You yeah. know, they have this crazy Bollywood like fantasy world, but then they, you walk around and then there's this 2000 year temples that are like bow to this too, you know? Yes. And you go, Oh, they got a little balance going on. And they have a sense of Bollywood being fantasy. Yeah, that's true. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that. Um, so before we wrap up, something else you brought up earlier in this conversation in terms of the motorcycle ride yeah. is the triggers, which I think also relates to being in this global pandemic. It's bringing up a lot for people. It's bringing up a lot. It's like being in ceremony with plant medicine and it's like the purge, right? <laughs> like there's like a lot coming up. Was that what it was like for people on that journey with the motorcycles? It was yeah, hardcore yeah. in terms of the psyche being unleashed. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to ayahuasca, but yeah, that, that's the, absolutely. It's, you go there to bring up the, the inner demons so that you can mm -hmm. flush them out. Uh, the sure. inner violence, as we talk about in episode four, it's there lurking, mm -hmm. waiting to happen. So go, you know, don't think you're above it. Like it's there. It's so there. That when it, so when it shows itself, don't be so fucking surprised, pardon my language, but we all have it. And that's important to recognize, you know, it's there, it's going to come up and be ready. Uh, yes. And maybe go, <laughs> oh, wow, holy God, like, look at that. Is that me? That's my conditioning. Holy crap. Um, yeah, so it's really about that. And that it's, it's different when you're going into something, knowing that and knowing you you want to look at that versus mm -hmm. when life just starts hitting with you, you with it and you might not have the skills or, or to deal with that yet. Or um, so it's almost like a tougher thing to be going through what people are going through now, like to not have chose it. Yeah. And that's why people are kind of freaking out when they don't yeah. have their self-medicating tools with yeah. the socializing and all the stuff and they're, the demons are rearing their heads and yeah, yeah. I feel well, people, for people, people that don't. Yeah. But people in the series, I mean, yeah, there's genuine freaking out. Yeah. Yes. There's genuine yeah. fear. There's not so much in the road to Dharma for me 
but in past motorcycle trips, there's genuine anger inside my helmet. Like, why are we going so fast? This is so dangerous. Slow down, you jerk, you know, for 20 minutes until it's like, okay. And then you become at peace with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or L, who was learning to ride, you know, is going through so much in the first two, three episodes because she's like three weeks into riding and like, it's nothing but death every day. 28 seconds remaining on Instagram. Okay, guys, That's we're going to wrap up. <laughs> that was good, Adam. We could talk for days, but we'll go back to Zoom. Thank you guys so much. We'll post the artwork too in a little while. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. So I left okay. Instagram. Great. Wow, we played it out. And now I bring the audio back to Zoom. Okay. Amazing. That was that was cool. That was so cool. But I've never been offered to share to IGTV. Hmm. Is that new? Why isn't it? Should I just say yes? I don't know. Actually, maybe your producers know. I've never, ever, ever, ever been asked that question before. I'm just gonna call it Adam. Schomer. Human. Human Schomer. All right, Zoom people, Chelio, hold on. Chelio, come start telling us about the art, but I am posting this. I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing. Hi, guys. You listen to me? Wow. Damn. Oh, this very nice uh, communication today. I feel uh, energy very clear mm. but inside to this work uh something is behind because don't want short self okay but uh i think this is my view because when i do it i can see but now is my view and then i saw a sensitive person i think is about uh you adam um because you saw something a lot of poor people in the world and a lot of old people uh, yes poor poor people poor people yes and this is uh, uh, i think is the sign you are sensitive but you smiling and about this you build your trees in something holy can protect you something holding holy you. wow you understand this yeah. is uh, the energy you create your science protection and then this is i think so uh, because have something uh very angry people something looking for i think is the investor is the people can help you for your reason <laughs> the system <laughs> this is, yes this this is the chaos about the movie system i think so but if you touch your mind <laughs> now adam here in this point this is a creativity yes there <laughs> this is it's right there is <laughs> what say you every day look at this do this this is a good way this is this is uh, your creativity you saw your creativity yes yeah yes and then something observe your work 
and then but the most interesting is uh, a very is like mother view uh. you do i think you do this work because you feel like a mother wow more than father more than director you know because you burn this because it has sense and then this is your tree and this protects you protect you from the uh, movie world because it's beautiful people observe but uh, this is a, a, a very uh, uh, hard part in, or past the line you know and in total is becoming this uh, beautiful cute uh, amazing uh, artwork about the energy from today it's so amazing all the faces like i didn't see the littler faces while he was drawing mm -hmm. until oh. now and it's just yes. so fast yes have many persons yeah it is smaller is a smaller labyrinth but wow. it's very amazing <laughs> and something becoming here something here but don't want to show too much self don't appear very clear like other work can i do it is in uh, my hand do you understand are you hiding adam hiding uh, no. oh <laughs> he's like don't want to show too much of the self yeah well some yes, of my projects i can't show too much of until you know. <laughs> is another behind to your tree if some people can help you for building this you know yeah. and this is yes your beautiful protection with the energy positive energy and look wow. for uh, look that's look on the left side of the head right that's where i always see it's beautiful this look and that's the rational too. brain the left yeah and yeah the rational brain and this is creative and the right is the creative so yeah 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 so cool man i am i am blown away Celio, at how you can draw that in an hour it is so detailed. I, it, I mean, it's something I have zero skill at, so it really blows my mind when you can do all of that. It is so detailed in one hour. I, I have no, I, I have no words. It's really amazing. Oh, thank you. I don't know yet. Me too, because I only, I only switch off my mind. Yeah. And freedom becoming, and then freedom. Like, I, the I fly. I fly. Um. Disconnect with the world, the end start to be fast, ink jumping sometimes, sometimes no jumping, and then I have to move another way. You understand? It's all done before can I do it. Yeah. It's dynamic. Yeah, this is not me, this is you. You Jennifer is the contest, the discussion. Okay. I this is um like uh uh interior portrait interior portrait alchemy okay alchemy yeah 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 thank you so much telio where, where can i where can i see more of your art i'll send oh, you his website and stuff yeah yeah yes yes and jennifer give you my yes chelioboarding.com is yeah i'll hook you up cool yes so thank you it's very amazing today i feel very well is uh, like uh, a catharsis oh. me. now i feel good it's sometimes like... he's that doesn't say that 
Sometimes okay. he's like, oh my God. I have to lie down because <laughs> yes. I, I, uh, I feel very exhausted, right? right? But today, I maybe, maybe what you see, Adam, in this world, and then you explain your documentary I never saw, but I saw inside you also. And you give me energy. I think I saved this because I need this, because uh, I share my work for help people. This is help, uh, help a people. Art uh, needed to do art for help. For health, yeah. Not for stupid things. Yeah, <laughs> not for stupid things. Well said, yes. Thank you so much, Chelio. I'm going to end the recording, but um, thank you everyone who's on Zoom so much for, thank for you, checking us Italian out. Friends. All yeah. Italian friends, thank you, love. Italian friends, thank you for joining so late. And thank you. Your questions are amazing. I love the way your brain works and what you look at and ask. This is, this is so, so great to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for doing it. I can't wait to watch your show. I really am excited. Cool. cool. I'm going to end the recording now, okay? Yeah.